The Natural Way with Sandy. Dr. Sandy Rogers bringing you Folk Medicine Revival. The Natural Way. The past guides us to well-being. Hello folks and welcome to The Natural Way with Sandy, bringing you another podcast to be able to assist in the revival of folk medicine. Folk medicine revival is so important in the 21st century. The old becomes new again. Old medicines, old therapies are really, really so important for us to be considering because with the wonders of modern day medicine and surgery, which is mind-blowing, what our medical practitioners can do at the coalface of disease and illness is truly amazing. But what happens is that we have a human being at the end of these disease and illnesses and what we need to be looking at is how to support the person throughout the process when they become ill. And often the human being is overlooked in modern medicine because of the wonders of modern medicine and what they are able to do the patient at times can become secondary have you been to see a medical specialist as an example and they focus on say it's the knee they focus on the knee everything about the knee there is a person at the other end of that but their specialty is all about the knee and we want that we need to know that that specialist is really great at what they do about the knee But who looks after the rest of the body and the person attached to the knee? I would argue that really the natural medicine practitioner who focuses on the person with the disease and illnesses is going to be able to be sought out by the community because of what they can offer. And simple yet traditional and very old medicines can help with recovery. The surgeon may, with the knee, do miraculous work, get you locomoting without any pain, walking, no pain, no discomfort, absolutely a miracle. But what about your recovery? Is there something that you could be eating, should be eating to get energy going, healing going? Yes, there always is. And again, folk medicine revival to the rescue. Well, our topic today, 10 great cholesterol-lowering foods and one fantastic herb, has been put together to keep the trend going. We've done a couple already on cholesterol, but there are literally so many things that we could be doing for the lowering of cholesterol in folk medicine. Myself as a naturopath and medical herbalist, I do consider myself in this day and age not to be a modern day naturopath. I definitely am not. But what I am is a folk medicine revivalist and a natural medicine practitioner and a herbalist at the true heart of what traditional herbal medicine is all about. So let's have a look from my perspective of traditional medicine and a look at these 10 great cholesterol lowering foods and one great herb. But as I said, there's been lots of podcasts on cholesterol. However, they're all important, but volumes could literally be written about hundreds of foods to help lower cholesterol. Hundreds of herbal medicines that we know from research helps lower cholesterol. 
But as we are restricted to a time frame, let us focus on these 10 great cholesterol lowering foods and the one fantastic herb. So let's go and get into this information. Cholesterol is a problem in the Western world due mainly to the diet we have become accustomed to. Our ability to walk into a supermarket and purchase pre-prepared meals that are often high in fat and or sugar, these are the fast foods, the high fat and sugar intake are all contributing to elevated cholesterol. The bad guys, the LDL and the triglycerides must be kept to a minimum. Now let's have a little word about this. When you get cholesterol done through your bloods, there will be a total figure. Well, I suggest not to pay much attention to the total figure. Have a look at the HDL, that number. HDL are the good guys. Have a look at the LDL bad guy. Have a look at triglyceride, bad guy. Look at those two, not the collective, because sometimes the collective figure can be high, but because you exercise and really do have good exercise, your HDL can be high, which elevates it. So always isolate and extrapolate out the LDL and the triglycerides. So the reliance on pharmaceutical drugs that basically are used, the statins, to lower cholesterol may cause side effects. And are they needed? Yes, at certain times where cholesterol lowering is almost impossible. No matter what the person does about exercise and diet, it just doesn't shift. So doctor would step in and add the pharmaceutical drugs at that stage. But unfortunately, the pharmaceutical drug comes in first often without providing an opportunity for the patient to be able to get their cholesterol down through diet and lifestyle changes. The side effects that we note in clinical practice from the pharmaceutical drugs, muscle wasting that includes aches and pains around the body, these aches and pains are actually quite excessive. Insomnia can be a side effect as well as digestive disturbances are commonly reported. You may present with all four, muscle wasting, aches and pains, insomnia, and digestive disturbance. The muscle wasting and aches and pains can be so significant that it actually affects lifestyle significantly. Now, if you do not adopt a healthy diet, medication, no matter what it is, will not be effective. So let us think logically for a moment. So sit back there with your glass of Chardonnay, or better still, if we're looking at uh, cholesterol, a glass of good quality red wine. If you put foods in the body that increase bad cholesterol, and then you take medication to reduce that medication coming into the body will become overworked and confused, hence the manifestation of potential side effects more often than not. Let me repeat that. If you put foods into the body that actually increase the bad cholesterol and then take medication to reduce that medication in the body becomes overworked and confused, hence the manifestation of potential side effects. So you must consider these points what to avoid and what to increase in foods. Now, what to avoid is really quite brief. White foods, so anything that's white, get rid of it. White flour products, the white potatoes, 
white anything that's going to be coming into the body. You want to get colourful foods and adopting the Mediterranean diet. Having lots of deep sea fish as an example and bright colourful foods. Your capsicums as an example is a great way. What about uh, with things like pumpkin, nice coloured foods. You know, you've got squash or you've got, say, pumpkin. So anything that's brightly coloured, sweet potato versus white potato. The more colourful the food, the better it is for you, simply. But let us now get on to, if we look at the white foods, reduce sugar and highly processed foods, particularly those highly processed meats. So take all the fat off meats, grill it, and the highly processed foods such as the salamis and all those sort of things basically need to be reduced significantly or removed totally. So let's have a look at some very, very, very basic, simple and tasty foods that can assist in the lowering of and controlling bad cholesterol. Now these would include apples. Now, apples is on the top of my list, and so, as anyone knows who's listening to podcasts, I'm an advocate of apples, and particularly leaving the peel on because of the pectin. Apples produce a wonderful water-soluble fibre, and that water-solubility and the fibre attached houses wonderful nutrients, so it becomes a very nutritious food. But the fibre binds itself to that arterial plaque, and basically dissolves it, carries it down through the body, out through the bowel, and that's why it's important when you are dealing with cholesterol to make sure your bowel is working well because you want the eliminations of this arterial plaque to be coming down through the body, out through the bowel. So you want that churning effect for the cleansing and repair. So apple being at the top of the list, we do know from previous podcasts and anyone who's just joining our podcast, please go back over and listen to some of the older podcasts where we have basically spoken about apple. When we speak about apple, it is so understandable why an apple a day keeps the doctor away. We understand why the apple a day keeps the doctor away and basically because of the therapeutic benefits that it houses. Now, a lot of people will say, oh, can I have it corked or is there any other thing that I can do with the apple apart from having it raw? Well, preferably have it raw, but if, as some people say to me, I really can't eat the apple because I have dentures, then what you're able to do is grate it down. So grate it, but what you desperately need with that apple is the fiber. So that fibre needs to be coming into the body that includes the pectin and that's the peel. If um, people have juices, that's fine to have juices, but you still need to have that fibre for the cholesterol lowering benefits. So apple and preferably having two apples a day. Now you can mix and match some of these 10 foods that I'm going to be putting on this list for you to consider. Ginger is the next one. Ginger as a cholesterol-lowering food is remarkable. A lot of the research that is now around and available confirms that ginger is extraordinary for the benefits it, it is associated with our body to be able to bring it in on a regular basis into the body to be assisting with the lowering of triglycerides and LDL. 
It's a gentle warming tonic as well and it is fantastic for the circulatory system. Usually if you've got very high cholesterol in the LDL and the triglycerides, you may find that you have circulatory dysfunction. So that ginger being a warming tonic as well for the blood is extraordinary. Apple and ginger combined together is a combination made in heaven really for the taste buds because grated apple with grated ginger mixed together is a wonderful combination that duality of those two products becomes a powerhouse of medicine. The next one is chili. Chili is a warming tonic as well. It's a circulatory activator, but a dissolver for the arterial plaque. That warming uh, tonic effect of the chili is excellent. But a lot of people will say, I can't really tolerate chili. Well, just have uh, the smallest amount of chili just to start getting used to the flavor. Start with quite a mild chili and then move up. Now, apple, ginger and chili in combination is beautiful. The apple, the beautiful soft sweet flavor of the apple, the circulatory warming of the ginger and the tiniest pinch of chili, almost to the point that you can't really taste it, is a wonderful way of adding this, the chili to get into the body very lightly so as your taste buds are just picking it up and really the most minute amount and then just increase it to get the tolerance for the chili but it is a wonderful tonic food when dealing with the heart and cholesterol. Garlic is a no-brainer. We all know about garlic for arterial plaque. We know about garlic for the cholesterol-lowering benefits. Garlic is also wonderful for immune enhancement and a general tonic for the entire body. But garlic specifically taken on a regular basis, a couple of times a week to be including in food and get that into the body is again a wonderful tonic food for the lowering of cholesterol. One of the nicest ways of getting foods into the body to be lowering arterial plaque is rolled oats. So rolled oats, and this is common garden variety rolled oats. I know there's flash fancy ones out there, there's organic, there's all of this, but at the end of the day, rolled oats is going to do you a great service by assisting to reduce the triglycerides and the LDL. Rolled oats on a regular basis is one of those foods that really binds itself to the body. The fibrous content of the rolled oats is a therapeutic medicine in the form of food to assist the lowering of cholesterol. But one thing that's important, please don't have full cream milk and lots of sugar with the rolled oats. A good combination with the rolled oats is a low fat milk you could also have an almond or an oat milk with the rolled oats and combine apple and ginger. Put the grated apple and ginger with the rolled oats and that gives some sweetening. A beautiful combination with those rolled oats and apple is to add cinnamon. Cinnamon is truly a health tonic. It's a wonderful spice and one of those spices that when coming into the body creates wonderful benefits associated with the entire body. But more importantly, when dealing with the cinnamon, there are so many benefits because 
you are going to be assisting the body to be lowering the cholesterol with this beautiful natural remedy. It is a wonderful food. And when you're looking at it, the common cinnamon realistically produces some versatility to food, particularly within the seasoning. But we also know that along the lines with garlic, we find that cinnamon is a wonderful antioxidant and that really does um, produce the impact that is going to be assisting to lower the plaque, get, getting that cholesterol down and getting the lowering of the cholesterol as you proceed by bringing that wonderful cinnamon into the diet. Now, cinnamon can be very much mixed and matched with so many other foods. But the one thing we do know about cinnamon and garlic, there is an anti-inflammatory uh, property that is within the, um, the cinnamon itself. And that anti-inflammatory is extraordinary to be able to be assisting the lowering of plaque. We do know from modern research that the reduction of the LDL and the triglycerides is one point for the cinnamon. But the other thing is that research is telling us that there is also assistance to the elevation of HDL. And that is the good guy, as we have said previously. So when we're looking at the reduction of the uh, stress factors that will be coming on the body associated with um, uh, cholesterol, then we do know that there is an effect to the cardiovascular system, to the circulatory system generally, to the artery specifically, that cinnamon is fantastic. Now, rolled oats and cinnamon, we've said that we've combined those. Now, let's look at one of my really favourite foods. And on Vasily's Garden, I've actually um, done quite a bit on Vasily's Garden in relation to the next one that I'm going to talk to you about. And we've had such wonderful feedback from uh, clients who not only listen to Vasily's Garden, but also our viewers who watch that uh, wonderful show that Vasily presents is... Uh, and that's uh, Vasily's Garden. That is on uh, Channel 7-2, if you... Uh, or Channel 7 Mate, if you haven't come across it, then it's really, really uh, great fun to do. And I do a segment on that. But Vasily presents such wonderful presenters to be able to get information out there for you. So if you're interested in garden gardening, put Vasily's, V-A-S-I-L-I-S, that's V for Victor, Vasily's Garden. Get that up on your computer and, um, and see when it's on in your area. It's gone national now, so um, please have a look at um, uh, Vasily's Garden. Now, the one thing that I would like to introduce you to now with this food is really one of my favorites, and that is barley. Barley is so fantastic because it is the most extraordinary uh, source of fiber. And as you ingest and bring barley into the body, it really does pick up the toxins that are in the body and draws it down for departure from the body. And barley is a beautiful tasting food too, and it is a wonderful digestive aid. But the one thing that we do know about barley is that it is extraordinary to be assisting with the reduction of 
cholesterol, the LDL and the HDL. We do know further from research that um, the high levels of triglycerides do tend to respond quite favourably to the reduction of, uh, sorry, to the introduction of barley coming in to the body because barley also is a wonderful support for the liver, but it's that, you know, the, the, the solubility and the insolubility, you've got the two things there happening with the different fibres and this is really quite extraordinary to be bringing it into the body. Now, boiling up barley, having the water as a drink for an energy tonic, but also eating the barley and putting it through salads, having it, um, putting it with some cinnamon, having it as a sweet, instead of having rice, have barley. But barley mixed through some salads, like some tomato, cucumber, beetroot, and making a little combination there with the barley, sweeten it with the cinnamon, or actually have it as a savory by mixing it through food, getting it through your body. Every time you have rice, have barley instead, simply, and that is going to be of great assistance to you. Now, my next one, which is a beautiful product, is beetroot, but you must have it fresh. Beetroot fresh is so important and often um, a lot of my clients will say, oh yes, I love beetroot, I uh, probably have a tin a week. Well, no, that is not the beetroot you're supposed to be having. Uh, the beetroot that you are supposed to be having is the fresh beetroot. Why? Because it is an absolutely wonderful source of fibre. You'll note that what I'm mentioning a lot of the time here is fibre, 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 fibre. Fibre, fibre and more fibre, really, in order to be able to reduce, get the, um, the combinations of that sort of fibre coming into the body as linked with the wonderful nutrients um, in the foods that we've been talking about and lowering the cholesterol in combination. The other really great thing about beetroot is that it is also fantastic to be supporting the entire heart, can also assist in the reduction of high blood pressure, but again, it needs to be fresh. Now you can freshly grate it, or you can roast it, whichever you like really, and this combination that is coming into the body will be basically assisting the reduction of the cholesterol as well as blood pressure, but also the colour of it, the blood tonic effect coming off beetroot is great. That fibre you want to have there as well, yes, you can have beetroot juice, but it's the fibre that we want as the primary here in our foods that we are talking about. Now, the next one, leafy greens. So leafy greens, barley and beetroot, they can go together. Um, mix and match a lot of these different things. Um, beetroot and apple in combination, grated beetroot, grated apple with a little dash of ginger is wonderful as a sweet. Have some low fat, um, either yogurt or a low fat uh, vanilla custard can actually mix it and match here to give it a little bit of a different flavor, but you're picking up all of these different combinations to be able to have extraordinary foods coming into your body and you're being a little bit ingenious too with how you're going to be using it. So leafy greens are wonderful, but think about the bitter, the bitter leafy greens. Sure, the leafy greens have got the fiber, but if you get the bitter leafy greens, the spinach is an example, the outer side leaves of the cabbage, the more bitter the better because that activates 
the salivary glands and as the salivary glands are activated there is a good digestive enzyme the leafy greens have got wonderful water soluble fiber and that fiber again with high range of nutrients with minerals and vitamins linked together with the leafy greens becomes a powerhouse medicine for lowering your cholesterol and lastly on our top 10 list is onions now onions I really love because onions are very diverse foods and the onions as they come into the body can actually be brought in across the board having lots and lots and lots of um, effects and and benefits coming into the body so when we are thinking about onion uh, have it uh, cooked have it that you've got it either roasted you can have it that you would boil it you can roast it you can chop it you could dry fry it um, or you can juice it or you can finally slice it having it raw get some raw onion coming into the diet because onion is also a great and overlooked food as a therapeutic food most people think about garlic being the primary but realistically when we look at onion it is gentler on the body and tolerated better and has so many therapeutic nutrients similar to garlic uh, garlic has other parts of chemistry that onion doesn't have but they're very close to each other and I encourage people to get onion coming in raw onion finely sliced raw onion if you're going to be having something like a, a low-fat meat and tomato sandwich you'll be able to put some onion there and that's going to be assisting the digestive enzymes as well as reduction of cholesterol so there's our top 10 let's run through them apple ginger chili garlic rolled oats cinnamon barley beetroot fresh not in vinegar leafy greens and onion so let's have a little bit of a look now at my very special herb one of my favorites having been a herbalist now for 40 years i love herbal medicine folks today just as much as i did when i first actually became a herbalist and i was introduced to herbal medicine when i first studied for my naturopathic course and there was a little section on herbal medicine but that particular course then introduced me to a wonderful man called Dennis Stewart and through his passion about herbal medicine I too fell in love with herbal medicine he became my mentor my teacher and still is today the most wonderful herbalist Australia has ever seen and I really doubt if we will ever see a herbalist like him again but one herb that I absolutely loved and still do is Salibum Merianum. Very flash, but the common name is, very simply, milk thistle. Have a look at milk thistle on the internet and see what it looks like. And you'll know it because it actually grows wild in so many different places. There are so many benefits when we look at something like milk thistle. It grows wild out there in the paddocks. But we can get it in tablet form we can get it in liquid form there are so many different range you get capsules tablet tablets liquid i'm a bit of a stickler for the actual liquid um, i like those because then there's no other fillers in it but the common uses basically are all for the liver anything to do with the liver you take saliva merianum or milk thistle but what we do know due to the major support to the liver that milk thistle offers 
And this literally is now scientifically researched, basically starting off around about 2008, 2009, all the way up to the present day, there has been extraordinary research conducted. We do know that the milk thistle has what is called the active ingredient called silymarin. And that basically is an antioxidant. And what an antioxidant does is clears out the rubbish in your body simply. So let's keep this non, um, not too advanced medically. But it just, uh, like it's called, reduce, it reduces the free radical uh, production and it creates that detoxifying effect. And that detoxification is supporting to the liver, but primarily is also there as that side issue going to be assisting in the reduction of elevated cholesterol, the elevated LDL and um, triglycerides. So when we've got when we've got the process that we work with, this one particular herb getting that the levels of the cholesterol down. And, we, and as I said, I do know that a lot of research has been done and this has been covering thousands and thousands and thousands of people. It really basically has supported the use of Saliva Marianum for forever. And it is literally coming into play as one of the best herbs available. You can buy it at health food shops, at your pharmacy. Uh, again, I always suggest that you uh, make an appointment with a herbalist um, and there are some wonderful herbalists around and uh, one herbalist and uh, Ayurvedic practitioner who I absolutely totally support and love dearly, who is absolutely fantastic down there in Victoria is Anne Vlas because she can get herbs working like uh, really not many others can because she's stuck to the true tradition of what herbal medicine is all about. Um, and her extension of study into Ayurveda is, is fantastic. So, um, you know, look for a good herbalist to have a consultation with, a traditional herbalist, one who's been around for a while, who understands how to get these herbs together. So when we're looking at something along the lines of the sleeve marianum or milk thistle, we basically want to get that particular product working. And when we are looking at the, the workings of Saliva Marianum, you start taking it into your body. You can take it every day to be supportive of the liver. By combining milk thistle with the 10 foods and doing nothing else, restricting the foods that we've said to restrict to work on the foods that we basically are recommending, then I would be wanting to hear back from you in relation to how you've gone and give it a three-month test to see how you go work with your doctor and work with your herbalist the combination in practice is so important one really I don't believe can survive without the other doctors need really well-trained traditional folk medicine revival natural medicine practitioners who understand how to get the old-fashioned medicines working and and they and they the practitioners need to work with doctors the two in combination are there creating options for you the consumer so until next time folks please find happiness in every moment i hope you've enjoyed the podcast you know the drill let everyone know about these podcasts put them in touch with it because they are there free to be able to assist the consumer 
The Natural Way with Sandy. Dr. Sandy Rogers bringing you Folk Medicine Revival. The Natural Way. The past guides us to well-being.